Welcome to the BrightGage podcast. I'm Danielle Ungerman, the product marketing manager at BrightGage. And today I'm speaking with Sinan Hippolito from Network Doctor based out of New Jersey. They've been a customer of ours for, I don't know, how many years has it been? Not certain, actually. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time, though. Um, at least five, at least six years, actually. No, you're one of the OGs. Tell us just a little bit about Network Doctor and, and some of the customers that you're serving. Okay. So uh, Network Doctor, we are an MSP based out of Englewood Cliffs, New Jersey. We're about five minutes away from the George Washington Bridge. So um, we have you know great access to New York City. A lot of our clients are based out of New York City. And we have uh, several clients in New Jersey and other states across the country. Um, we do support a wide variety of industries, so we don't necessarily focus on one industry. We just focus on landing clients that are a good fit for us. Awesome. So Sinon and I, we spoke back, um, we first met during the data-driven workshop back in May, this previous one, and I was most interested in what you had to say about how you balance kind of the service side of things with operations, your strategy a little bit seems to be to keep customers happy through keeping your employees happy. So I know that you said that you were brought on in 2003. What did Network Doctor look like at that time? So Network Doctor at that time, we were definitely a smaller company. Um, we were... I would say less than 20 people at that time. Um, I was brought on to be a part of the remote support team. Um, we have taken, we basically took over a, a larger client and um, we just started hiring additional people. So they took me on as a level one technician, um, started basically working through the ranks there, uh, started became an escalations technician. I worked in the field. I've worked for our managed services department. You know, I attended account management meetings with a lot of our clients. And normally I've been I've been involved with all the day-to-day -day operations in, in some way since I started at Network Doctor about seven years ago. That's great. That really gives you a, a good holistic picture of how the whole entire company operates and, and where there's room to connect the different teams too. Correct. Correct. I mean, we feel that if you work with the other departments, you actually understand what they go through and maybe you have a little bit more sympathy or, or you know, you, you try to make sure that you help them achieve their goals as well. Definitely. I, I operate under the same mentality. I, I honestly don't really think that it works to silo your teams, especially when so much of what you're doing is going to cross over into them too. Um, oh, correct. Correct. It doesn't make sense to look at it as separate folders when a lot of the pieces have to come together through talking to your service team and your sales team to make sure that they're communicating the same stuff. And then um, going back to, in our case, our product team to ensure that they're continuing to build the right stuff based on the feedback that they're getting from both separate departments. 
Oh, correct. Correct. Um, we also like to make sure that we're all on the same page. I mean, if we're going to talk to a client, it, it would it would be best that both our service, our account management teams are all offering or aware of the same solutions or have the same mindset. So it's it's great to to go across the department so you could be on that same page. Yeah, it's really incredible when that's not the case and you're finding out from the customer something that you're offering that you didn't know that you were offering to your customers. 100% correct. Yeah. It's, it's all too common. So since you've joined Network Doctor, what would you say has changed throughout the company? So definitely the amount of people that work here. Um, you know, we started with less than 20, probably around 15. And currently right now, I believe we're at about, we're actually at 58 employees right now. So that's, that's a lot of growth since I've been here. Um, and <clears throat> so we have made significant strides in company culture. Uh, we want to make sure that Network Doctor is not necessarily a revolving door of technicians, as that does have an effect in, in customer support or customer service if you're constantly bringing in new people who are unfamiliar with our clients. So on top of that, too, we've developed a lot of new processes and procedures to make sure that you know, clients remain happy and also that our team remains happy. And so that's also keeping the context in place. So anyone who does have to pick up a conversation with a customer that's been around for a while, they'll know what's already bubbled up in the past and who maybe to reach out to throughout the team to ask more questions. That's correct. And also our, our technicians, even our remote technicians, they develop a relationship on, you know, on the phone with our clients. So, a lot of our techs, they, they do know what's going on outside of work with our clients. They know, you know, they know their wives. They know that they're going on vacation. So it's nice to have that kind of friendly interaction between our team and our clients. Definitely. How else do you personalize the customer service experience? So personalizing the experience, what we... What we attempt to do is, you know, we attempt to match each client support request with someone that's familiar with the company and how they, they like to operate. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> if we have a new employee, what we have them do is we, we have them shadow with one of our more senior technicians so they can show them exactly you know, how a client likes to work or what client procedures there are or little client gotchas. So we, we like to make sure that each tech is familiar with how each of our clients likes to operate. So on top of that, what we've done recently is we, we started the development of pods, which are basically teams of technicians that know and understand each of our clients' specific applications, uh, various procedures who, are, who, who have even met our clients face-to-face -face that are familiar with them. We like to make sure that each of our, each of our team members is, knows what's going on with the company, that they're just not thrown into a certain situation. We feel that that definitely helps with 
customer service and the way that our clients interact with us. Right. Do you um, also lead them through kind of a, let's see, a break age when we have a new employee join, it's not that they're just joining one team or, or in your case, a pod, it's the whole entire company. And so we supply them with different docs to help them get familiar with how each team works, marketing, sales, um, to the product itself. And then we also give them different sets of guidelines for how we like to operate around the office, including our mission and our values, all of this package together so that when they come in, they're not second guessing themselves or wondering what to do next. It's, it's a very um, long onboarding period compared to companies <laughs> where it's one day and then you're in it. Mm-hmm. We like to give you a couple weeks to really settle in. Yeah, which is funny because when we spoke at the data-driven workshop, uh, you explained that that to me, and um, we actually do we onboard new team members in pretty much the same exact way. Um, when we onboard someone new, we you know first we send them a welcome email, explaining you know with links to some training. Uh, some training uh, manuals, uh, links to programs that we constantly use. Uh, We also include in that email a listing of our core values and our mission statement just to make sure that everyone is on the same page and we explain what each of them are. I also included a quote which uh, I thought definitely helps uh, welcome new people. It was a quote that I found from Henry Ford. Um, it pretty much sums up everything, what we do here at Network Doctor. So the quote is, uh, coming together is a beginning, staying together is a progress, and working together is success. So we do include that in, in the welcome email. You know, part of, part of someone's first day, too, is we... We assign them a mentor or or someone that they can go to for questions or or just to hang out with so they don't you know so they don't feel like they're an outsider. We also try to make sure to sit that new person close to their mentor as well so they have easy access to them. We like to make sure that we introduce everyone, explain what each department does. You know, and we start people off slowly. You know, we want to make sure that everyone is comfortable on the phone or comfortable in front of clients. So, you know, some people, they believe in throwing people into the fire. We don't really believe that. I think that by doing that, it sort of of makes the person more nervous and tends to lead to more mistakes and clients do notice that they don't like, they don't like it when people learn on their dime basically. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's important that we start people off slowly so they just get more comfortable. And, and the most important thing is so they understand how we operate, how we like to operate and, and the reasoning behind all the processes and procedures. We feel that's important as well. Yeah, definitely leaves little room for them to misinterpret what they should be doing. And and I love that you assign a mentor as well. I, I can't tell you how many times I've stepped in somewhere, be it a new job or just a new environment, a networking event, 
where mm -hmm. you're not really sure where to begin. And it helps for those who are already familiar to be that extra friendly force that will help you get acclimated to wherever you are. Just even with a simple hello um, yes. makes a huge difference. Correct. Definitely believe in that. So as they go further along in their time at Network Doctor, how do you ensure that your employees stay happy? Or not happy, but motivated and empowered by the work that they're doing. I think rewarded well, is, is <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I also use that word empower. So, you know, we want to make sure to uh, empower all of our, our team members to to want to go above and beyond. So what we do is we ask each team member, you know, what their interests are, whether it be like in VMware or, you know, networking, security, a specific application. And based upon, you know, what they're interested in, and of course, you know, our needs as well, um, we make sure that they're involved in those certain types of tickets or, they get we carve out some training for them we ask them to get certified in certain things um, we also do ask them afterwards to create training documentation for it or even hold training classes for those specific subjects that that they just learned um, we definitely feel that just empowering someone to become like a subject matter expert keeps them interested keeps them engage and keeps them highly motivated um, another thing that we do is we you know we hold little contests here and there so we use a program called crew which allows team members to give other team members kudos for something that they've done you know a lot of times there's little things that you don't know about that other team members know about so crew who just allows them to give them a high five and say, hey, great job on working with this client or great job on resolving this outage. Um, it's displayed on, on one of our boards here in the office. Um, so on it's actually right below our, our bright gauge uh, touch screens in which that we also utilize uh, goals and um, the uh, rewards, no, not the rewards. I think it's the the, leader the leadership, board. the leaderboard. Correct. So, you know, we we have the leaderboard, and you know that's one of the things that is displayed. We see the guys go over there constantly. You know, they're like I said, we have touch screens, so they're going up and down the leaderboard to see where they rank you know, how many tickets they've resolved, how, how much time they took on a ticket, how many, how many positive client surveys they received in a day. So it keeps everyone so motivated to, to just go above and beyond. It's, it's basically a contest between the guys on who can get more surveys and, and so on and so forth. So that's how, that's how we try to keep everybody motivated, making sure that we keep them interested. What do you do if someone seems to be falling on the short end of things? I mean, unfortunately, it happens. You can't keep everyone engaged and happy. Correct. So, you know, first things first is we got to talk to them. You know, we sit down, we have a conversation. 
maybe it's maybe it's a personal matter that's affecting them in some way or maybe they're just not as interested in in something so you know it's it's a matter of just finding out what the issue is having a sit down with them and and just trying to address things slowly but surely so do you intervene early or as soon as something becomes an issue no it's best to it's best to cut it off early so as early as we see things happening um normally even the guys themselves they'll come to me and say hey you know i i had some issues uh today with a ticket that's why i, I didn't resolve as many tickets as i normally do so you know we try to cut things off as as quick as possible but our guys actually do come to me or come to our team leads and explain their situation if they feel that they're falling behind Okay. And, and do you have a, a process in place for um, a lot of companies do performance reviews, be it every quarter, which is a lot, but I know some do. <laughs> peer. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have that in place for peer reviews or is it mainly between manager and employee? Well, we do, we have department meetings. So we have a department meeting every day. Uh, you know, it's, it's a five, 10 minute thing where we talk about what's, what's going on, any issues from the day before that, that could arise from to the next day. Um, any, on top of that too, is we do have, uh, we started utilizing bright gauges goals management as well. So we have some goals set for guys and they, um, they have to update it weekly and, and to show whether or not they're on track with some of their goals. We officially do a, uh, a review every year. So this year we decided to go to every six months because that's what, that's, that's basically what our, our team said that they wanted. They want to have a little bit more feedback. So on top of that, you know, I, I'll pull someone aside, ask them to go for coffee with me or take a walk with them. And I talk to people as much as possible. I'd like to make sure that I know what's going on with each and every single person, you know, how their days go in, even, even stuff non-work related. So out of the 50-something employees that work at Network Doctor, uh, how many of them do you manage? About 35. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know that a lot of companies are trying to figure out too, as they scale, how to keep that personal interaction in place between them and their team members, just to make sure that no one feels like they're left out or, or not noticed in the time, in the process of everything changing. So, I mean, we recently implemented, I would say about a year ago, year and a half ago, team leads, so if I'm not around or I'm busy talking with somebody else or if I'm talking to you, um, they have another person that they can go to, uh, another, basically another ear that they can talk to. One of the other things that we do do here is we hold sort of like a, a players association meeting. So it's basically a meeting minus any kind of managers where 
our employee, our team can talk to each other or sort of hash, like, talk about any issues that are arising, anything that that's come across their mind, any changes in process, or if they don't like a new software that's been released. You know, it, I we think that it's easier, and people will be more open to share their opinions if if there's no managers or supervisors there. So we have one person who's in charge of note-taking and disseminating that information to us, if need be. That's awesome. And, and so this is company-wide minus all of the team leads. It's minus all the managers. The team leads also do get involved. Um, but again, it's just, we just thought it, it would make things more open and people are just more open to share what their thoughts are minus managers. That's good. And they don't feel like there's going to be any repercussions for having an opinion about something. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, we asking for, for that opinion too. And we take the, we take these things seriously. So we've, we've definitely implemented a lot of new process changes, um, based upon these meetings to make sure that everyone does remain happy and engaged. And how do you, once you decide on implementing new things or, or whatever comes out of these meetings, how do you notify different team members of what's going on? So there'll be a, a, a follow-up meeting uh, with those team members or with a random bunch of people saying, Based on our last meeting, you know, there was an issue that, you know, we wanted to do. So we're, we're thinking about changing process. So this person who's in charge of it will explain the process, will get feedback from people and see whether or not it'll actually resolve the issue or if it'll actually help, help the issue out in their opinion. So you map out kind of what the possible outcomes might be and and where the benefits could lie as well as. Exactly, exactly. Well, that's pretty cool. That's something that I think a lot of companies could benefit from for sure. And just to even have that open feedback loop with their own employees would incentivize them, I think, to want to extend that to their own customers. Oh, yeah, definitely. We've had a lot of positive feedback from it and a lot of the people do love it. So this is something that's definitely here to stay over here at Network Doctor. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you track on top of through direct dialogue? What are you tracking on the leaderboards and in your goal lists? So on the leaderboards, you know, we do track how many tickets are assigned to somebody or how many alerts somebody has resolved. The amount of time it takes them to resolve an issue you know, what's their SLA on going from assigned to resolved? All various types of information. We try to keep it as simple as possible. Like, we don't want to overcomplicate things. So we do keep it like, probably like, I would say less than 10 things that we track. That's great. Yeah, you don't want to have too many numbers in your face to the point where it becomes ineffective just looking at it. Um, exactly. You said that you can always see a dashboard up from wherever you're sitting in your office for the most part. And mm -hmm. it's not going to work to look at that if you have it just stocked with gauges. 
Exactly. If there's way too many numbers, people get people just don't even want to see it. So having the least least but the most important numbers out there is the best thing. Yeah, we have some customers who even have dashboards where it's just one number up on it. Yeah, we de- I I saw that at data driven workshop. There was uh, there was one gauge. Uh, one of your customers' gauges. It only had one gauge. <laughs> uh, I think actually it was the amount of days since the last negative client survey. So that was a great idea. That's something that I've actually started uh, started to put in. Cool. Well, I definitely want to check that out. How do you um, see yourself utilizing goals going forward to motivate your team? Utilizing goals. I mean, the goals are set by, you know, the team member themselves. So it's something that does keep them interested. It's something that, you know, they want to do. We, I want to actually take it to the next level and make sure that we do a weekly check-in for everything. So, you know, they're going to get that report and they're going to have to put in their progress. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to see what's delaying their progress. If it's something that we can control or give them a little bit of extra time during the work day, instead of having to, to do something at night or on their free time. So that's, um, that's definitely one of the things that we're, we're looking to imp- to improve to make sure that everyone stays happy. And is that something that you would extend past your service team to other parts of Network Doctor? Or? It's definitely on other departments as well. So we do, we do have a scheduling team um, or a triage team. And one of the members has actually, one of, one of those team members has actually said, you know what, I think I want to get into to technology. I want to do some support. So, you know, we, I've assigned them a goal. I've, I've given them uh, access to some of our training material. And, you know, I told them like in a month, let's go see what you've learned. Maybe then we'll have you reset a password or configure a workstation that's coming to us. So, you know, baby steps to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. And just curious if there was anything that really, once you did start using BrightGage, was there anything that really surprised you or, or took you aback as you came to better understand how your company works? Not net. <laughs> Nothing really shocked me. I mean, the main thing about Bright Gauge, the, the huge benefit that we saw was the dashboards. So everyone's busy during the day. There's so many different things going on, but having those specific numbers in your face at every angle of the office uh, to make sure that things are running as smoothly as possible really, really helped us out in terms of delivering the quality of service that we want, uh, making sure that clients are happy. So uh, I, to me, it was definitely using dashboards and having them available all over the place that uh, definitely made a difference. Yeah, and simplifying your view of, of how everything's already going through all the other applications you were using, you were able to get a more direct view of what was most important to you or what is most important to you as opposed to 
having to sort through everything on an ongoing basis. Correct. Correct. So, you know, to get some of those numbers and we use connect wise. So, uh, to get a lot of those numbers, you would have to run multiple queries or, or within ConnectWise and just being able to see that number at all times on, you know, like I said, the multiple angles in the office, saved time, kept everyone motivated to keep numbers where they should be. So it was definitely a great thing. Great. Well, Outside of all, all of the tracking and making sure that your team's improving, what do you do for fun around there? So we try, you know, if we try to make sure that work is definitely fun. You know, we want to make sure that when people wake, when team members wake up in the morning, you know, they're not, they don't have that attitude like, oh, I have to go to work. You know, so we try to keep things as fun as possible in the office while making sure that when we need to, we get serious. But, you know, during the summer times, we like to make sure that we have ice cream stocked in the fridge. Uh, we do have company meetings where everyone gets involved. So inc- that includes our field team. You know, our field team, they're constantly out seeing clients. You know, you'd be able, you'd barely see them if it weren't for these quarterly meetings. So we just had one recently in which, everyone came we have someone down in florida we flew him up got him to meet everybody the rest of the field team the rest of the guys that they talk to on a daily basis uh some of the account management team so we like to make sure that everyone sees each other at least face to face on every quarter we do happy hours we do game nights one of the partners over here he loves to barbecue so in the summertime you know, he he tries to barbecue at least once every two to three weeks for everybody. You know, we have monthly birthday lunches. We've even gone go karting as a as a company. So you know, we try to keep things fun. It doesn't sound like you have to try that hard around there, though. No, no, it, it definitely isn't that hard. Yeah. <laughs> How has feedback come to play an important part in your company? So, I definitely feel that being able to provide service starts off with our team or your team, you know, trying to keep for us, we've basically kept the core team intact while just adding additional people around them. So having that core team, people that are familiar with process procedures, the way that certain clients like to to be contacted even, all that stuff gets shared out to the new team. You know, making sure that the, cu- the customer remains happy. So we definitely ask for a lot of customer feedback. We, um, we ask for a survey in every single service ticket that we complete. And we ask, we ask basic questions. We don't ask for too much. We ask whether or not they're happy with Network Doctor and our service, we ask whether or not uh, the technician had performed their duties or went above and beyond. So we take those surveys and, and make sure that we're delivering the best type of service. So definitely always getting customer feedback is, is huge and helps us address any issues with clients and keeps everyone happy. Yeah, and it's great to share how other people are benefiting from your company too. Oh yeah, definitely. With 
I forgot to mention actually with, you know, to solicit a lot of this feedback, you know, we've actually made it aware to our clients that what we're going to do is for each survey that we receive, we're going to donate a dollar to a charity. So we hold a monthly contest between our, our, our technicians who can get the most positive surveys in the month. So the winner of that survey contest then gets to choose the charity that each of the money goes to. So it's, it's helped solicit a lot of feedback, whether it be positive or negative. And it's, it's helped our community out as well by being able to donate them that money. Yeah. That's a really awesome incentive. Yes. Yeah. From, you know, we've, we saw customer feedback increase probably tenfold after we announced that. So, you know, whether or not it was negative or positive surveys and, you know, with every single negative survey, you know, they're not completely all negative. It could be they were neutral. So we'll follow up with that person, either the account manager or myself will follow up with that person to see how, what, what happens or how we can improve. And just to give everyone an idea, how many customers are you serving? So we do have uh, about 125 clients that are under a traditional uh, managed service agreement. And we service upwards of 400. We have about 400 active clients in our system right now that can, that can call up at any specific time asking for support. Yeah. yeah. So you definitely want to rely on those surveys too, to make sure everything's okay. Correct. Correct. It's been really great chatting with you. And, and I want to make sure that if there's anything else that you'd like to share that now's the time to do it. Yeah, that would be great. If anyone has any questions, you know, definitely you can reach out to me. You could, you could find my contact information off of our webpage. Um, you know, it's www.networkdoctor that's with a dr.com. Um, and you know, uh, based on meeting you and our data driven workshop, it was nice to know that, you know, break age also has the same values that we do. Um, and they, you know, we strive to have, to keep everyone happy. So that was actually very nice. And, you know, talking with you and, and seeing how everyone is there, you know, it, it sort of reminded me of being here. So it was definitely a great thing. Yeah. As I heard from you, I, I felt like I was looking into a mirror a little bit, <laughs> how things are set up around break age and just in my time since I've joined, getting to see some of those processes evolve and the ones that work stay the same. And and through how you onboard new employees to how you prioritize feedback, it, it sounds very similar. Oh yeah, it's definitely similar. It, awesome. it works, so. <laughs> Great, well, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me. And yeah, if anyone would like to get in touch with you, they can find your information through your website. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Breakage, if you have any questions and would like to learn more about Network Doctor, we will be sharing some more information from a previous interview with you. So lots to come and we're happy to have you. Well, thank you very much. It was great chatting with you, Danielle. Yeah, thank you so much. 
You've been listening to the Bright Gauge Podcast. Special thanks to our songwriter, Stefan Menendez, and our audio engineer, Camilo Velez. For more episodes, find us on iTunes or SoundCloud. And for even more great content, check out blog.brightgauge.com.